0: Hello everyone, what up, how you going, how you doing, how you keeping, how are you you people, yeah what you been up to, I mean again still probably nothing although things are changing so maybe you've been doing something, I don't know, me personally, yeah super Saturday, How, how was that for you? How was that for everyone? Hmm?
1: Well, I mean,
0: it was just a simple Saturday for me.
1: Yeah, I just took. I uh, see what you did there. Yeah, iteration. You know <laughs> I um, I just took advantage of the uh, Super Saturday discount codes. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> On, uh...
0: <laughs> you smart. You smart. So
1: really, nothing has changed.
0: No, I did that nothing's really changed for me, before,
1: and the week before that. So I'm very,
0: am yeah. very um skeptical about putting um Super next to a Saturday when mm-hmm. like forty five thousand people have died, but that's for another day. Mm. Well damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's some tea for another day. That is some that tea. is piping, piping hot boy. Yep. That is mm, that is steaming that one. <laughs> um but yeah, no. We decide like, you know, we've we're keeping it a corona ish free zone for the moment. So yeah. I won't dwell on that too much. But what I will say is uh Boris buck your ideas up. That's all I've got to say on that. Mm. Mm -hmm. And everyone, please Um, be sensible. Yeah, be sensible is the word. But also, I feel like, I mean, I feel like we, you know, I just said we weren't going to get into this, but I also feel like um, uh, the onus is on the the government. Like you can't dangle carrot in front of someone and then say, oh, but don't eat it. It's like you're dangling the carrot hand for people that haven't basically Mm -hmm. gone out in three months. Like, what do you expect? So, yeah, it's down to individuals to obviously be responsible and act. You know, in a sensible way, but also, I think if you're allowing, if you're saying it's safe to go to the pub, then if I go to the pub and my next door neighbour goes to the pub and my whole street <clears> goes, <throat> goes to the pub, individually, we're not doing anything wrong because you've exactly. told us that we're allowed to go. So yeah, exactly. The onus is on the government. But as I said, I parked that because <laughs> y'all already be been knowing how they're feeling about that one
1: to, to sip on.
0: <laughs> my cup overflowing with. with uh, <laughs> talk on that one (laughs) um but no I just wanted to say firstly before we get into today's chatterada um -hmm. I just wanted to say like the response for our last episode black is beautiful was just it it was was so nice it was so nice
1: it feels so like I don't even know what adjective I can use to describe how great it feels just to know that Mm. like we're that people are listening and like taking in you know Mm-hmm. what two two little girls from me so <laughs> have to say about um you know international situation affairs and i also um, think
0: i also think like it's not about us it's just about mm. get that message getting out yeah. there and i feel like the fact that people are receptive i mean there's no better time now to kind of everyone to speak on things that are kind of been weighing yeah. heavy on them or for people to speak their truth and i feel yeah, like it's exactly. just great for us that um we feel like uh, people are receiving our truth and also that that is like germinating outwards from yeah, others that totally. listen to then other conversations and yeah. I think that's that is really I think personally and I, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that's per- personally that like, all we can hope for is that the yeah. things that we talk about then spark conversations elsewhere
1: yeah and I know like definitely that we've reached people that maybe wouldn't have taken so much interest in this kind of conversation before um mm. you know just through like knowing us and knowing that we that we do this podcast and like mm. tuning into the episode and and maybe discovering things that they didn't know before so even if we reach like one person and mm. um, inspire them to get involved as well like that's mm. that's what we can we can ask mm-hmm. for so thank you from the bottom of our hearts mm-hmm. for listening tuning in sharing all of that good stuff um, yeah And for continuing the conversation as well. Definitely. Um, That's really promising to see that things haven't actually, like, slowed down. Yeah.
0: Since since our last episode went out, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think on that point, kind of, of things not slowing down, Mm -hmm. you guys ain't slowing down and we ain't slowing down. Mm -hmm. In terms of, like, we're going to, today, we really want to kind of continue the conversation that we started in the, in the last episode because I feel like, I mean, it's never ending conversation that goes without saying. But I also feel like there's so much more that's happened since then that have mm-hmm. kind of, the narrative's been twisted in certain ways. And I think, mm. the, for example, like, the protests, they're still continuing and, like, that's amazing. And the work is still mm-hmm. continuing, but it's not being, like, publicised in the same way. So I yeah. think it's important this at this time when the kind of news or the media attention is kind of shifting onto other things, i.e yep. super saturday that mm-hmm. we still keep that pressure up and still keep the injustices that are going on at the forefront of everyone's mind yeah exactly um so i think firstly i just kind of there was a few things that were like weighing heavy pommel chest that mm-hmm. I was like here we go i mean i've there's been a lot of stuff that's happened that's been positive positive but there's also been a lot of stuff that's happened that I feel uh, warrants an address in terms of like the, a lot of the things that we're seeing, like people calling for justice um, for people that, you know, have been murdered or abused or mistreated by racists, by racist police officers, by racist groups. There's been a lot of call for that from the groups that we're kind of seeing where we you know support we want to be involved in and Mm -hmm. friends and family but the wider kind of rhetoric that i'm seeing there's a lot about like performative gestures at the moment i think Mm, yeah for example tv shows getting taken off air because of like uh, racist language or offensive language or offensive portrayals and while i think of course if there's a tv show for example like keith lemon apologizing for both selector mm. i think that's important i think that's great that he f- spoke up on that i just don't i i think it's important for people to acknowledge in the past what they've done wrong and kind yeah. of but i think there was a thing that i saw that um an episode of golden girls got taken down with betty white when um mm. they had face masks on they had like clay you know like clay masks on like um pampering masks and i was like who is calling for this like we know the yeah. difference between a face mask and black face yeah. yeah, and I feel yeah. like that is a lot of people are trying to mm. use that and call for that to sub to subvert the real um the real racism that's going on mm-hmm. because that's not racism that's mm-hmm. not offensive mm-hmm. like no I don't think any black yeah. person finds that offensive but people are using that and that's becoming the story to kind yeah. of cover the real issue yeah and I also think on that point like
1: people like People call for stuff like, you know, I don't know who called for that Golden Girls episode to be taken down. Yeah, I mean, whether it was like an internal decision or it was, you know, because loads of people said, oh, this is racist. Take it down. Mm -hmm. Like, I also think that that doing things like that, these kind of performative gestures gives a kind of like free pass to these huge corporations Mm -hmm. that could actually be putting their money towards doing something doing something that's like substantial Mm. um in what in however that however they can and it Mm. and I'm not saying that all companies would do that but I'm saying a lot of companies do like will take the leeway and be like oh well we've done our part now like Mm. we've taken down the episode so like we don't want any more smoke so like yeah um, yeah yeah the 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 attention's not on us anymore and Mm. like we we as a community shouldn't be we shouldn't like be making it that easy for, for the people mm. who really have the money in their pockets to be actually changing yeah. things. Like obviously we can yeah. do as much as we can on the ground, but yeah. if we want to, if we want systemic change, the thing ha- mm. things have to change at the top. Um, and that means like, in some cases overhauling like systems yeah. and overhauling the way that companies are set up or how, mm. you know, boards are structured and, and who's sitting mm. at the top of, of the league and stuff like that, not taking down an episode because, somebody said that it's offensive when it clearly isn't
0: yeah um I think there's a whole conversation around that though like not just within like tv programs but I think people like you said kind of companies doing certain things and then Hmm. to kind of distance themselves from not doing other things and I think for example like um I can't even say the word but painting murals murals Mm. murals yes yeah sorry you know me and my um my Cockney accent, can't say Sometimes certain Sometimes I'm her translator, guys. <laughs> um, while I think it's important to commemorate people, for example, there was one that was put up for Brianna Taylor. And mm-hmm. while I think that's, like, a lovely thing, mm. the police officers that murdered her haven't been arrested. Yeah, yeah, So it's, like, we need to really, like, get get the justice before mm-hmm. you can, like, commemorate someone or do, like, things in their honour and there's a lot of like influences and things like that that are taking her name mm. out of context, using it as a caption for their photo or using it yeah, as Yeah, I've seen a And lot I think, of that. Mm. So, like, I understand kind of wanting to share her name, and I think fair enough. But I think if you're going to share her name. Then the next post or the next sentence needs to be: "This is what you can do," or "This is what you yeah. need to do," yeah, not just exactly. like arrest the cops that killed her. Because one, their names need to be out there. So it needs to be. A real kind of page for information I think it's her name like she died in the most horrific way and her name is not a kind of trend or a cute little caption yeah
1: or... I was just gonna say it turns it into a news story if we continue to just be like and I think also like the more on that point of like influencers using it as a hashtag like obviously some influencers are doing in the right way but there mm. are people that are kind of maybe profiting off that mm, kind of you know mm-hmm. what's what's trending right now yeah yeah um and what we risk is that we just become like dehumanized mm. to all of these things and we just don't well it, de- it de- dehumanizes the the person or the story storm yeah and it kind of desensitizes us and then mm. everything is just like oh this is a trend like it will pass mm. or you know it becomes a hashtag like mm. and the ish and i while that is a really good way of spreading information and sharing and keeping things sort of a part of the conversation Mm -hmm. there needs to be something tangible like action wise that people can do like if you Mm -hmm. are an influencer and you have like loads of people following you and people Mm -hmm. will do what you say you should have like I don't know a link in your bio or Mm -hmm. a video Mm -hmm. dedicated to talking about you know how you can help not just being like oh I'm I'm sad this has happened
0: and Mm -hmm. anyway because I think we're all sad yeah because I think we're all sad we're all like and I think Something that I also wanted to go back to, which is something that we spoke about in the previous episode. We spoke mm-hmm. a lot about kind of mental health and taking care of your mental health and, yeah. and doing all of that stuff. And I just wanna say here and now because for a lot of people, this, you know, this is gonna be conversations they're having every day. This yeah. is gonna be something that's part of their life, like, you know, constantly. And I mm-hmm. and I wanna just say like I hope that you guys are taking the time to kind of really mm-hmm. look after yourself because it can be a very demoralizing time to be in at the moment Mm -hmm. and I think it can be very overwhelming like a lot of us will put pressure on ourselves to be like are we sharing enough are we doing enough are we saying enough are we you know talking enough and I feel like like I said before as long as you're doing something and you're doing something that you feel well two months ago you wouldn't have done that or Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. I think it's it's a it's a behavioural change rather than you know a flash change. It's yeah, something that that changes over time and and the outlook or our you know way of working or a way of living is not something that you can just change overnight. Yeah. And I yeah, think it's really sure. important to kind of like protect your mental health in that way and not beat yourself up because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, especially black people, that we're all trying to do our best to kind of shine a light on the issues that really matter but at the same time you have to protect yourself and it's important that as a black community individuals because there's so much you know figures out there about how disproportionately um black people suffer with mental health issues yeah um, Yeah. and also how they're not treated in the same way and taken seriously so I Mm. think it's important that if you kind of recognize those signs or recognize that you're feeling burnt out or you recognize that you know, because a lot of things are traumatising online and there, are, yeah. there aren't there are really very many um, trigger warnings or kind of, you mm. know, disclaimers on top of videos, even tweets, because I think a lot of people just think, oh, it's only videos. But for me, I think a lot of the times when people's last words get shared, it's yeah. really, really upsetting. And it And it's something that you obviously have to confront and you have to look at and you have to absorb, but at the same time, constantly reading that Mm. it's a very painful experience yeah yeah 100% and yeah, I feel I that. and like especially with you know the Elijah McClain story mm-hmm. there's a lot um of his like last words being shared and mm. I feel again those w- those would benefit from kind of like a trigger warning or something so yeah. I feel like it's really important that you guys if you know if you are feeling like burnt out or affected by things take a break just take yeah, a break definitely. and like yeah. recalibrate and think. Okay, this really is impacting me today. Because at the end of the day, mm. we're doing this, and majority of people are going. You know, we're still trying to go about our normal lives. You're still working. You're still, you yeah. know, dealing with family, dealing with friends, dealing with loved ones. Mm-hmm. You know, children, pe- like family, whoever. There's only
1: only so much you can carry on your on your mm. shoulders. Like yeah. you have to, and you know, it's yeah, it's definitely important to take time and and not feel guilty about that and if you need to like mute certain words or things Mm -hmm. on on Mm -hmm. twitter especially like you know because i know twitter is like really good for uh, you know keeping up to i mean i don't know about you but i use it as my like news station Mm -hmm. um but then at the same time it's it's sometimes you just can't avoid like the continuous like every minute there's a new story or somebody said something or there's a video and you can't really avoid it because you just we you, you yeah. can't avoid it, and you're yeah. you on there, um. And it's part, you know, it's part of daily life, and it's, you know, it's, it's. It would be too simplistic to be like, we'll just get off Twitter because mm. you know it's it's part of our lives, and it's important to you know stay in touch and and it's you can't just stop doing things that you do every day. Yeah. Um. But you should yeah definitely take breaks and yeah and just kind of listen to your to your heart and your mind and see how you're feeling and and don't don't ignore you know when you're feeling when things are getting overwhelming, like, you don't have to constantly be running
0: on 100%. All the time, and what I will so. say on that Twitter point is that one positive mm. is that a troll who I blocked a long time ago, mm-hmm. that
1: uh, I think I know who you might be talking about,
0: <laughs> has been removed from Twitter permanently. Bye-bye, mm-hmm. bitch. See ya. <laughs> Wouldn't want to be ya. Goodbye. Exit stage left. Yeah. Don't come back. Ha, bye-bye. Um, and there was a lot of debate about... If you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Katie Hopkins, by the way. Yeah. Um. There was a lot of debate about, like, oh, should people be removed from Twitter? Should they not? Well, yeah, they should. Because mm. at the end of the day, it's a public platform, and yeah. I think if she was standing on the street spewing half the things that she spewed online, she could be stopped for hate speech. But exactly. because it's on Twitter, and she's just sharing her opinion, all of a sudden yeah. it's fine, and I think we shouldn't give people like her airtime. And I think the impact of take people think oh well if you take them off of twitter it just drives them underground well there's been plenty of examples of people's twitter accounts being deleted and mm-hmm. their influence and their status going right down yeah so it's yep. not completely it's not like oh well if you get rid of someone from twitter for example tommy robinson was removed from twitter yeah. when he was um uh M- like a uh, candidate for mp he's gone and um, there's also the, I don't know if you know him, but there's the far right kind of speaker. I, even want, I don't even know what to call him, but his name's like Milo Jan Um mm-hmm. And he shared, he was, he had a really big platform on Twitter and he's been, he was permanently removed. Also that Alex Jones guy, you know, the one that does info yeah. Yeah. He's been removed from Twitter and those people, oh God, they're okay. all damaging in their own individual way. But I think yeah. removing someone's platform um is a powerful tool and I I don't really subscribe to the thing because for a lot of
1: those people like that's part of their bread and butter like exactly how do you think they get their message how do they think they get their their money yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. it it is definitely like it's not just that performative in that in those circumstances Mm -hmm. like Mm. because they reach a lot of people and they yeah they yeah like I said they make money off Twitter as well so it's good to get them off
0: yeah and I love to see it love to see it sips mm. my tea boy loves to see it mm. you know when you just get that warm feeling <laughs> <laughs> Just <it>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah so i think that's some good news for y'all yeah um but on the other hand something else that i've seen on twitter that um really is just so shocking that i'm mm. still seeing stuff like this mm. happen like now mm. um I don't know if anyone saw well, you probably did see the story about David Starkey, mm. the historian, um, who said some really horrendous things about mm. um slavery and black people mm. and Africa, um, in an interview with someone who a conservative mm. who described him as his hero after the interview aired. Mm. Um and why what i find i mean the fact that he said all of those things like is outrageous in itself Mm -hmm. but why what a lot of things that i was seeing afterwards were like people coming to defend the interviewer Mm -hmm. be like oh well Mm -hmm. he didn't know that david stock was going to say those things and like it's not his fault like you shouldn't be you know coming at him because that's you know he was just the interviewer and and he wasn't able to prepare for something like that It's like yeah but while that may be true you have a responsibility if you're giving someone your platform if they say something that you, mm. that you inherently disagree with why why can you not call them out like and I think
0: that's the issue isn't it because that's exactly yeah. what we've always that's what we were talking about last time when we were saying there's no more time to say oh well I didn't know I didn't understand I didn't there's no time for those excuses you had anymore. plenty of the time, time to digest it because he didn't just say one
1: thing he continued for at least yeah. five ten minutes talking about the same thing and then also and you, you uploaded that Yeah, and then you're just sitting there, like, nodding your head, Mm. you know, audibly agreeing with things that he's saying. You might Mm -hmm. have stayed silent while he was saying things that were abhorrent, but you didn't... uh, That's just as bad as um, not saying anything. It's just as Mm. bad as agreeing. So Mm. the thing that annoyed me was I was seeing so many, like... conservative like even MPs and and quite mm. prominent people saying oh well we shouldn't be getting upset at, at him because he was just the interviewer and how was mm. he supposed to know and but after the interview aired you still called him your
0: hero like mm. do you not mm. you know there's there's something that doesn't I think right also about kind that. Of, yeah totally and I think the issue there is with David Starkey a lot of people consider him to be you know a real forefront mm. at you know of history british history and one of the top historians in in the country i mean he's Mm. been problematic for a long long time yeah i think if if people yeah if if people know him i mean for a lot of people this might have been the first time they've heard of his name but i think for a lot of people that maybe have an interest in history already or have seen him around he's Mm. been a very problematic man for a very long time so this is just kind of the latest in 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 a string of things he said, and now because we're in the kind of the climate that we're in, Mm -hmm. people are really assessing being associated with people that say things like that. Whereas before it was just kind of, oh, well, he's just he's just him, and we'll just let it slide. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, now people are really holding you know institutions, companies to account where they can't just let people slide. And I think that's a really positive change Mm -hmm. in terms of uh, people saying, oh, we're canceling everyone in twenty twenty. No.
1: No, no we're not we're, we we're cancelling cancel the people
0: <laughs> we're not cancelling anyone for a start we're just calling out people on their bullshit and yeah their racism and if you get called out on it then this is 2020 so you need to slide on out because yeah, we're truly. not going to give platforms to people yeah. that continue to spout nonsense continue to spout racism continue to spout prejudice and mm-hmm. continue to spout offensive things all in the name of free speech
1: yeah actually, that's not how it works honey If people have, you know, this kind of thing that uh, what you touched on is like, oh, I guess we're just cancelling everyone in 2020 Mm. then. It's like, but why you need to, if you are, you're asking that question because someone that you previously admired or, Mm. you know, someone that you follow has said something that is clearly problematic, you need to really evaluate why you're consuming Mm. that person's content because you're not doing it for free like mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so you, you need we're not to, cancelling
0: like, everyone we're cancelling and, racists yeah sorry
1: is, it's it's a sad fact that there's a lot of them and a lot mm. of them have big platforms yeah and a lot of them have you know become household names and mm. that that doesn't mean that just because somebody's a celebrity or they have a lot of I don't know they're part of your everyday life because you see them on the news every day it mm. means that you can't Call people out for, for their mm. bullshit. Like no one is no one should be immune to that. Yeah. Um, so you know if if you got a problem,
0: see yourself out. And I think um, also on that on that tip, there was a there was an interesting kind of discussion that I had with someone earlier in the week, and it was about. And yeah. um, I don't know if you've seen the story, but it was about uh, Meghan Markle, and yeah. um, her kind of friend or ex friend, I don't know, um, Jessica Mulroney. Um, Mm -hmm. who's um, uh, a kind of lifestyle blogger, I think, and actress and things. Um, And they're like best friends. I think Megan's even godmother to some of her children. Um, And then an influencer came out a couple of weeks ago um, Mm -hmm. and said that Megan wasn't doing... Sorry, not Megan. Jessica wasn't doing enough for wasn't using her platform not just directed at her i think it was a general call out to say influencers you need to use your platform to really speak on these issues Mm -hmm. and privately jessica apparently took issue with that and um had a real go at the influencer and even threatened her career then this kind of came out because the influencer uh spoke on it she was a black influencer and she spoke on it and said like jessica basically threatened my livelihood and said that she didn't essentially that she didn't really want to share things about yeah. like, black lives matter yeah when this came out her jessica show got cancelled her and her husband's show both got cancelled and then she she basically posted a long apology saying confirming what the influencer was saying yeah um and apparently megan has like ditched herself and this isn't like a royal gossip bit by the way I'm just trying to explain <laughs> yeah, yeah that um, just for context guys yeah just literally for context um and a lot of people the discussion was um people were like I wouldn't name names but the people I was talking to were basically saying well why doesn't like would you ditch a friend if they said something offensive or should you just like is it kind of your responsibility as a friend to teach them right from wrong yeah um and I mm. have I have quite an issue with that yeah i mean i've always got an issue with something but i have an issue with that specifically um because i feel like it's not your job to educate anyone unless you're a teacher and you're getting paid for your nine to five um it's not and all you're my child it's not my job to educate you on what is offensive and what's not offensive i think especially in the current climate it's hard enough uh just being a black woman you know mm-hmm. and surviving mm-hmm. and you know a black person at the moment but in this case say in megan's case you know a black woman um just trying to survive and deal with the the racism that she has experienced so then yeah. to put it back on her and say oh well don't you think she should say to her well this is right this is wrong because or you should do this because well no she's mm. a 30 something year old woman um it's already tiring and is it fighting your own fight but yeah. then having to then educate others who should know better themselves, I think is kind of a ludicrous thing to ask. Yeah, for.
1: completely. What I think also is ludicrous to your point, is that um having to this kind of narrative of like, oh, you know, black people should educate their friends mm. or or people who, who are quote unquote woke should educate Unwoke woke people mm. but this this kind of this subject about you know Black Lives Matter and racial equality and and everything that comes under that umbrella it is really like you you wouldn't if you if you tried to apply the analogy of like you shouldn't have to teach an adult that it's wrong to lie like you mm. wouldn't you, if your friend was a compulsive liar mm. you would I've highly doubt that you would be like oh but maybe I should teach them how to not compulsively lie Mm. like maybe it's my responsibility to teach them to be a better person Mm. you would like no normal person would think oh uh, that's you know you would just ditch them because they're Mm. continuing to lie that that's something that is pretty black and white in in human nature we know that lying is wrong but for some reason there seems to be so many layers and complexities added to um the subject around racial equality and particularly racism against black people in Mm. in the world and that is that's the thing that is, is another thing that's ludicrous like this should be as simple as it's wrong I shouldn't have to t- teach you about it mm. like you either know or you well you do know and you choose not to
0: what know. I would say on that point as well is mm. that I think moving away from kind of Megan and stuff I feel like yeah. anyone's experience for example if you something to me that was offensive Mm -hmm. you know you know me you know my family you know my history you know my upbringing you know who i am as a person and you know what's important to me and Mm. i would think that if you were to say something offensive to me that would make me question the whole friendship because i think all those times that i shared my struggles Mm. with you that you've seen me struggle you know and vice versa to then have that undermined by you not understanding the specific fight that we're in now i think yeah. is is very problematic and to be honest totally. i would just say educate yourself you're an adult
1: yeah. educate
0: yourself 100 i'm yeah. i'm educating myself on issues that maybe i don't feel up to speed with things that i don't yeah. understand i'm taking that upon myself because i am an adult and yeah exactly i think yeah that responsibility lies within each and every one of us to better ourselves on our own level on on conversations on things that we don't understand
1: yeah and it should
0: never fall to someone else it you have there are things in life you have to be open and be and be honest about and say that's my responsibility and educating yourself on issues of racial inequality on racism on prejudice is one of those things
1: yeah completely and also just to go back on something um i said about there being complexities um sort of added to this conversation Mm. there are definitely things that um everyone needs to educate themselves Mm. on like oh yeah for sure including black people like everyone needs to
0: educate themselves yeah we don't all we're not we don't all know everything about everything yeah we
1: don't all know everything but what i guess irks me Mm. is that there seems to be Questions around things that shouldn't really be questioned, like, oh, but you know, is it that bad though? Was it racist? Like, mm. no, we we've t- you can see that this is wrong, yeah, and we should just call it for what it is and and stop trying to unpack something that's not there. Yeah, like w- when it comes to educating yourself, it's about you know looking internally and seeing what you're doing to contribute to the conversation or what you're doing to harm it if if mm. there is anything like. And we all have tendencies like that, like in in
0: any you know. Aspect of life, so mm. um yeah. I think I if think... someone tells you something's offensive as well, to, especially yeah. to their community or to who they fundamentally are as a person, I think yeah. it's no, it's nowhere near your right to say, "Well, is it though?" To yeah, question exactly. it on that, you have to take people at their word. The same way, if you told me, you know what, that uh, that really upsets me, or that kind of language, I, I don't like it. Yeah. It's not my job then to say. But why? Don't you think, yeah. don't you think that um, maybe you need to like, dig a little bit deeper into that? And what, is the re- mm. what does that word mm. really mean? Well, no, it's not my job at all because it's not my lived experience. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. Yeah. And mm. I think people would have, would have heard certain words be used against them in a negative connotation for so long, maybe their whole life. So then yeah. for you to come around and say, oh, but is that offensive? Mm-hmm. Is, was slavery really a genocide? Is yeah, the N word exactly. okay to use? no yeah and and that and I think people that ask those questions I think it's really important to kind of understand where they're coming from in terms of mm. they're coming from a place where they don't really want to know they don't really mm. want to educate themselves they don't really want to learn so those yeah. are people I don't engage with because I think and I yeah. had this conversation with my with my own family because there there was someone that shared something on, on Facebook Facebook I mean Facebook's um a lawless place at the best of times it truly is lawless yeah (laughs) i mean i'm not like a facebook user i think no one that was born after like 1990s um but i feel there's there was some you know there were people on there sharing some quite uh problematic views shall we say and Mm -hmm. i and i you know spoke about with my own family and and i think while you want to confront people i think sometimes you know I my uh I'm not explaining this very well but basically I feel like when you see something that shared, I was talking about my own family and I said you know this person shared something shall I comment shall I not comment yeah. I don't know what what's best kind of thing and you know one person said oh well um there's no you can but there's no point because um you, you won't get through to them and then yeah. another person in my family said, "Well, no, you should comment because if that's how you feel and you want to make your feelings known, like go for it." And mm-hmm. um, and you you are kind of stuck between those two things. But I think to say kind of there's no point commenting because that person won't receive it. And I and yeah. I do understand that because there are some people that you talk to, and it is like arguing the brick wall. And I feel like when someone is that far gone it's actually detrimental to your own mental health to then try and sit down and calmly justify to them why their behaviour is wrong. But then at the same time, I feel like if we have the the approach that certain people are just too far gone, where does that leave us in society? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But, I mean, I personally feel that it's it's, it's kind of a... It's a 50-50 situation, really, isn't it? Because there Mm -hmm. are some people that you just think, you're not going to get it why am I wasting my breath
1: yeah
0: yeah and it's going to be painful to me it's like that as well mm. where I've kind of somebody said something that's
1: kind of offensive mm. um and I've been in that kind of um for want of a better phrase fight or flight situation when I'm there yeah I'm like, do I say something about this or should I mm. and it's it's almost like oh, there are certain people I know that if I if I say like whatever I say you shouldn't mm. say or it's yeah you know, there are certain people that just will not they're just not prepared to receive mm. anything mm. um as to you know they think the way they think and they, they're they gonna be like that till you mm. know the day they the day they die mm. um and then there's there's other people where you feel like I think sometimes even if you feel like maybe they won't receive it mm if you you know if you're not 50-50 like some sometimes you i don't know it's it's kind of i guess you've to be in that situation to yeah to ju- to gauge what to, to what judge the best it, thing like, to do and it dep- yeah exact, exactly exactly yeah. it, um, it depends on you know who the person is to you and, and yeah
0: i feel i feel like on that point though i feel again i just want to say because i think the most important thing is for a lot of people that will be listening mm. whether they are you know they're black white asian i feel Especially, you know, for people in the Black community, they may feel like that they have to challenge everyone. But we know how tiring that can be. Yeah. So it 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 really is kind of a case by case basis. And I just feel like the most important thing that you can take away from this whole conversation is, as long as when especially this is for my non Black listeners, non Black Mm -hmm. friends, non Black family, um, the most you can do is really use that privilege that you have and use that power and use your voice. If you hear something if you see something because it's not a black person's job to challenge everyone because they're already doing that yeah whether exactly, they're doing that yeah. internally externally vocally or like yeah they're doing enough so then it yeah. falls to you to just be like that's really problematic that's not okay yeah and i think exactly. that's that's something that if you take away nothing else from this conversation that's mm-hmm. something that's really important that if you hear that's offensive don't wait for that person to tell you yeah I was offended by that before you say oh well I would have said something just say something just you know like you, you know deep down like when you're in a
1: situation and something is mm-hmm. offensive and you know it is like yeah definitely um if you see it like speak up yeah um, yeah definitely and don't, yeah don't wait for someone to tell you that they were offended like yeah I don't know why I'm on an analogy roll today, yeah. but um, it's kind of like you know when you see so in school if you see when you see someone getting bullied, like mm-hmm. don't just stand on the sidelines and not say anything. Like
0: yeah, if you, you would say that after the fact, be- oh did they hurt you? Oh
1: did they- You, you can, can see someone's, see someone's being hurt, and you yeah. know bullying is bullying. You can see it. Like mm-hmm. so, have that same energy for people that have a different lived experience to you because yeah, a lot of the time like you have to stick up for for other people like mm. that's that's you know part of what makes us human yeah. Um not to get too deep into it but you know no um, it's true we have we have to stick up for each other and speak yeah. on the thing and especially like peer-to-peer as well like mm. especially if we, this is you know a PSA to, to all um our non black friends. Um obviously I'm I'm Asian, so to all my <laughs> my my family and, and to myself, no, you know. <laughs> <laughs> In case you didn't know. And to all my, you know, my family and and even myself, like you you have to use your
0: privilege mm. where you can to mm. better the situation for other people. It's mm. like we all like we've been saying, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes. And I feel like I just want to big up everyone that is mm-hmm. continuing to put pressure on, that is continuing yes. to speak their truth, that is continuing to go out, protest, or stay yeah. in and share things, sign petitions, mm-hmm. to donate money, you know, find their own unique way to, because when you look back 10, 20, 30 years from now, when you, you know, you're doing whatever you're doing, you look back on this time. Mm-hmm. And will we look back on this time and think, if we'd only done that, or will we look back on this time and say, thank God we did that? Yes yes amen speak it That's so
1: and tremendous. I want to be
0: in the category of the latter so yeah 100% I think yeah. big up to all those people that are keep they are fighting that I keep pushing mm-hmm. that I keep using their voices um and I know last week last week last time we shouted out a lot of organizations that mm-hmm. are still doing good work those organizations are still doing amazing work yes. so please Continuous. please check them out um, yeah, and on that haven't point, seen. What, go on. Sorry, sorry, go on. Um, well,
1: that is just reminding me of something. All these, this continuation on this point of continuation. Yeah. I think last time we were talking about you know not wanting this to become a, a movement that kind of dies out and has its time yeah. on social media. Everyone talks about it for three, four weeks and forgets about it. Mm. Um, I saw a statistic the other day, and I think somebody wrote an article on it that um, this time around the Black Lives Matter movement mm. is potentially—I don't think it's proven yet—but it's potentially the biggest movement in U.S. history, like surpassing civil rights movement. Mm. Um, and there was a figure that there was apparently 16 to 25 million protesters mm. across the across the U.S. Um, since the since the movement started, um, mm. or kind of. Um, revved up again mm. um, and that is really that like inspiring to know mm. that because um, we have definitely seen like yeah it works like
0: it's not it's not just yeah you're not doing it for nothing guys like, like we're, yeah, doing, we're it doing it for nothing. for nothing there's a real there is a sea it. change and mm-hmm. at times it may feel like you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders and that's totally understandable yeah. but yeah we are doing it. Keep pushing, keep striving, keep talking, keep shouting because genuinely there is change coming and there is change yeah. happening. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to say well done to everyone. Um, yeah. Because this is a time walk that we're really going to look back and be like, shit, we were part of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I just want to give a little shout out because last time we shouted it out, um, that uh, we shouted out Black Minds Matter. We shouted out Helena Menelin. Can't even speak, mm-hmm. but you know who they are. <laughs> um, we they are, time. <laughs> they are doing another fundraiser. Yes, um, please check it out. Food day and, day. and um, really sweet kind of beauty product that are uh, Black-owned and Black-made. Mm-hmm. So check them mm. out. Um, also, um, All Black Lives Matter do protest every Sunday. Um, yes from i think it's from parliament square um but if you go on their twitter which is all black Man all black lives matter uk um you can find yeah. out all the details and you will see us there mm-hmm. um and um, also i just
1: want to give a quick shout out to no bounds radio as well for um amen. giving us um, the opportunity to uh, have our episode, our last episode of Black is Beautiful played live on their yeah, radio show. Which was amazing. Um, which was really amazing. So, thank you so much. They're also doing a lot of work um, and they've been uh, using their platform for good and doing amazing things. So, check them out as well. Um, their info is on our last post. Yes. Um, um, and if you don't yes. know
0: where to find us, I mean, we are at the BBW Podcast on Instagram, mm. we are on yes, SoundCloud, we are. we are on iTunes, and we are on Spotify um so please check us out um yep again message us if there's anything you should think we should be talking about if you think there's anything that you want to you kind of want to shout out, you want to bring out um yep. If there's any organizations you think we should be involved in because we are open to anything and everything um yes. and we love you we hope you're keeping well we hope you're keeping you safe um mm-hmm. and we'll see you next time and and every single time just think of it as like every single time We come on and we speak. There has been progress, so don't forget that. Yes,
1: don't forget that. Amen. Yeah,
0: and we'll yeah we'll see you. See you
1: catch on the flip side, people.
0: Yeah, catch you on the flippity flop. Deuces. Bye. Bye.